seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. This is your opportunity to leave now. Abandon all hope you enter. This show may not be for you. If you are easily offended, quote unquote, woke, and or triggered, it is recommended that you do not listen to this show. Our thoughts, opinions, and commentary come from a place of free will. Just because you are paranoid, does not mean they are not out to get you. Any and all complaints should be written on the back of a $20 bill and sent to us. We will be glad to address the issues. Welcome to the PS Universe. See you all on the other side. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? PS Universe. It is Thursday, right? Yeah, Thursday evening. <laughs> and we we here once again to come out to bring y'all conversation topics, you know, newsworthy stuff, you know, but I really don't touch on the news a lot because I, I'm seeing the same patterns I've seen over the past half a century. I, I see a lot of the bullshit. I see a lot of the uh, misinformation. I see a, whatever people terminology they want to use. I see it. And I know y'all do too, because I want to give one of the biggest shout outs to everybody in the PS universe for some reason. And I, I'm, and I'm, I don't care why it happened. I'm just thankful for it. Our last episode, and I know I went on a giant, huge emotional rant, but for some reason, our number was double. And, and, and I, I, I don't think it was just because of me, but for some reason, I think people are starting to listen more and more to what we got to say, even though, you know, they either don't agree with us or they have, you know, formed their own opinions. And I'm like, dude, that is a blessing right there. And I, I thank y'all very much from the bottom of my heart. Right. So, bro, what's going on, man? Yeah, uh, just a little tired. You know, I got up earlier, you know, and felt fall, and falling back to sleep. I got up earlier, tried to go to the bathroom, and I, and I stumbled a little bit. So I had to sit back down for a minute and gather myself. Now, are you still doing that, um, what do you call that shit, uh, the um, energy drinks? Um, not as much. Or are you just exhausted? Just exhausted, yes. Oh, like, okay. I um, took a two-hour reprieve thinking the early morning bus was going to come, and it didn't show, so I ended up sitting there working an extra four hours. Okay, so you actually still worked while you were waiting on the bus? No. Um, I clocked out at 3 a.m. Okay, you clocked out at 3 a.m., <clears throat> but you were waiting on the bus to get, you thought the bus was going to get there, so you actually stayed at work, but you didn't actually stay working. No. We always sit, like, when that bus doesn't show, we always sit that extra two hours on the job, you know, at the bus okay. station. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, wow. Yeah. <sighs> so transportation is becoming a, an issue up there in Kentucky. <clears throat> and, I, and I'm pretty sure it's affecting a lot of people um, across America. Um, I, know I, I would like to hear from other people that actually, you know, deal with the daily basis of having to use um, transportation such as the bus system to get back and forth, you know, from job, work, um, laundry, grocery, whatever. Because I myself, I, I like I said, myself, I grew up in a um, community, Orlando, with the you know buses were the main transportation to get around you know, anywhere. But you had to right. wait. I mean, the whole thing was you had to wait, <clears throat> and it's not guaranteed that you're gonna it's gonna get there on time. Now, <clears throat> occasionally, occasionally the shit would show up early, 
But not always. Not always. Because, I mean, I know they get a schedule, but you got to think also traffic conditions, um, accidents, uh, stoplights, making other stops. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's always factors in play with transportation. So I, I do get that. My thing was always make sure I'm there half an hour early. You know, that's, yeah. that's always been a way. But now the problem with it is also, and you live in the South, and you edit, the bus comes at 1245, you're there at, you know, 12 o'clock 12 waiting 15. for the bus. It's hot as the devil's, devil's nutsack, and it's, 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 you know, brutal out there, you know. And we don't have covers and shelters at our bus stops. It's just a bench and a sign that says bus stops here. You know, that's pretty much what it is. Unless you go to, like, you know, the downtown depot, then, you, of course, you got coverage. But if you're on the side of the road, it's pretty much standard that you didn't have no coverings. So I don't – I know, like, Tennessee, where I live, um, there was yeah. no bus system. So I didn't have to – you know, I never knew anybody that caught the bus there. They never go. They did cab or they did, you know, friends and family and stuff. So I'm curious about, you know, larger cities, you know, like New York, Chicago, California, Texas. I'm pretty sure they have, you know, bus systems, you know. Um, yep. And I know like, um, like I said, once again, you know, Chicago and New York, they have their the subways and the railways. They have, you know, other options, you know, to get around and all that. So I, but I'd be curious myself. Um as a person that has had to use the bus system and the ups and downs, all yeah. the flaws, you know, everything, how they yeah. actually, you know, go about their daily lives, we you know, with the same situation. Like you with you, you use it to go from one state to another, you know, yeah. then you had buses either not showing back on time, running out of gas or, you know, just different things. And I'm like, I wonder how it affects other people. You know, I, I'd be I'd be really curious about that. Right, and it, it affects it affects a lot of people. There's a lot of people that's been calling in and and um complaining about that. And then I um tested a theory. Okay, so uh, also you mentioned you got C. You mentioned places like Chicago, Illinois, which of course is a CTA. You mentioned um L.A., which is um um LAC MTA or L.A. County Metro Transit Authority. Um, uh, you mentioned. All right. New York, which is New York City Metro Transit Authority, or NYC MTA. Um, right. We don't have the uh, subways and all of that um, here. We did try to get light rail, but funding fell through. But, right, right, right. Okay. Getting on to my theory, Lyft. Lyft has been a staple in Louisville for the past, uh, I want to say, half decade or so, something like that. And now they're getting to the point where they've changed their prices. Well, yeah, because they 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 see the um the problems with the actual mass transit, so they're gonna you know try to compensate and be like, well, they're gonna need us more. We need to up our prices. You know, I I, I get that. Yeah. So, I right, my so I I um also mentioned before we started recording, I am balancing ten against eight. Okay, so you wonder, what's 10 against 8? What is that? Okay, so 10 plus 8 equals 18, right? Right. Okay, so you so say you're in my shoes, and you're working a 10-hour shift at the Amazon Fulfillment Center, right? Right. Okay, and you're picking, and you're, you're dog-tired at the end of the night, right? Right. And you're doing this four nights a week, Okay. So you think, hey, how can you save yourself an extra couple of hours? So I started using Lyft. That was my theory. It was right. 30 bucks a day because of the fact of, you know, I want to get out that extra couple of hours 
and um, I usually schedule it to pick me up about four thirty, so I can get there at least by five, which right. I had been doing. Okay, um, I did this this morning to try to see to see how much it would be just for me to get all the way back from out there over to my home. And which, is I from, in, which is from which is from Indiana to Kentucky. Yes. Okay. And I looked at the uh, prices, and it's and um, it said eighty six dollars and some change. Wow! No, we. I mean, I can understand four or five dollars, but damn, that's like almost like double, triple. Right. I'm like, no, nah, I'm about to do that. And then another of my coworkers looked and uh, to see how to get from um, using lift to get from um, the job down to the mire, um, and um. Just go from the job to the mire, and she said it was fifty-three dollars. Wow! So now, what is the mire? Is that the the hub, the transport hub? Yeah, the mire, like the mire store, is like a little bus station right there. Oh, okay, okay. Wow! So they're trying to get, catch people by the short and curlies. Yeah. Wow. So. I'm like, you know, Lyft is um getting outrageous trying to charge people that early in the morning that's just trying to get home that much amount of money. Ain't nobody got money like that to be paying him, especially if he's trying to get from way over there, you know, to a, to a short, you know, just to go a short distance. You're charging people double, if not triple the price, and I don't think that's fair, you know? Right. And, no, no, you know, I, yeah, I, mean, I, I can understand 4 or $5, but... Tripling and doubling, that, that's, that's wow. Yeah, I have, I, was, I have my reservations with that because of the fact of you have people that sitting out two and three hours waiting on the bus and you want to charge them that much money. That would make somebody not want to use their services anymore. Right. So, I mean, I mean, so now you, you caught between a rock and a hard place because either the bus don't show up or it shows up later or whatever, but... Then you got to depend. If you try to depend on a private transportation, they're going to charge you like triple and double. Right, and that's kind wow. of like back in the face, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like I say, yeah. Like I say, I like to hear from other people around, you know, the country, how, how they deal with transportation issues. Because not everybody can get a car. Not everybody can drive. Not everybody has the ability to have, you know, personal transportation. They have to rely on somebody else. Or a um, transit authority or a private company like Uber and Lyft to, you know, get them from, you know, point A to point B. So I'd be curious what other people are going through right now also. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, there's probably somebody else out there. I know there's a whole bunch of us that work at oh, Amazon that expect that bus. But, uh, you know, but um, I'm sure there's other people that have that have experienced. Matter of fact, I know there's other people that have experienced the same problem like a friend of mine I was talking to earlier. She just went out. She just went out for some leisure. You know, to go shop at Walmart, you know, probably get her nails and feet done. And she said um, the bus ain't been showing up. The bus didn't show up for her. She was just on leisure. And she works during the day, but only like a limited amount of hours, you know. Gotcha. And that was just for leisure, and the bus didn't show. Wow. that's, that's Yeah. That's, that's a little crazy. So, Rob, I hate to cut you off here, but we're going to take a break real quick and throw some jams out there. Um, like I said... I, I, I'm I'm thankful and blessed that you know somehow people are starting to tune in more and more, and I'm like, dude, it's it's amazing. So I actually picked a song out, and it's from Living Color, Cult Personality, from back in my day. And if you listen right. to the lyrics, 
you see a lot of things of what's going on. <coughs> Damn, I was getting muted. Um, what's going on nowadays, but that's a shout out to everybody else out there. This song goes out to all y'all in the PS universe. Man, we love y'all. We thank y'all for the support. Keep it up. I mean, that's all you can do is, you know, we get together, have a conversation, and share our thoughts. But I, but this goes out to y'all. We'll be right back. All right. We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. The cult of personality I know your anger I know your dreams I've been everything you wanna be Oh, I'm the cult of personality Like Mussolini and Kennedy I'm the cult of personality the cult of personality The cult of personality Yeah, PS Universe. That that right there was a song that I heard when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure um, JD knows the song because that's CM Punk's theme song, and everybody knows that CM Punk has returned, has returned to wrestling um, in AEW. He made a big old statement about it, you know. Um, so, but that song there has always been one of those ones that sounds like political to me because it's letting us know that <clears throat> our leaders lie. You know, that's that's what they do. But till then. Um, last week we had a conversation. Well, I had an emotional rant about the idea of people trying to force me to wear a mask. And I was like, well, why are they forcing anybody to wear condoms and all that? And off the air, um, 
<clears throat> my co-host made a comment <clears throat> about, you know, pregnancy and all that. I said, no, 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 that's not where I was going with it because I'm a firm believer. If you are wanting to create a family, have children and all that, and, you know, <clears throat> it's fine to not wear a condom because that you're trying to, you know, breed new life into this world. I, I, I get that. The idea was wearing a condom helps everybody around you and yourself from contracting either the STDs, the HIV, or any other kind of funky funk, you know? So they, they want you to wear a mask so you don't get the green cheese in your nose, but they have no problem with trying to ask you to wear a condom so you don't get the green cheese coming out of your dick. So, yeah, so my, my thing, yeah, so my thing is always, if you're trying to force somebody to do something one way, why are you not putting that same energy into, you know, trying to advise them that, oh, by the way, do you know that STDs and HIV is still on the rise? So Right. Keep the same thing energy, is, playboy. Keep the right, same right, energy. right. And like I said, you can't try to force anybody anything because we do have freedom of choice for our own bodies, our own minds, our own thing. We, we, ha we have, those, at least we do right now, we have choices to not do things. I know there are people out there who are uh, on the... Um, I guess I heard a term the other day, segregation 2.0, which is the masked versus the unmasked, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. So it's pretty much, you know, we're, we are looking at new segregation of, you know, if you're not wearing a mask, you're a piece of shit, you know, evil waste of life. If you're not vaccinated, you're you're a discouragement to you trying to harm everybody in the world. So there are people that are, are doing these things because they're being told to. Now, if you choose to wear a mask because it makes you feel safe, that's fine. But don't feel like you have to wear one because you hear the word mandate or mandatory because that does not mean law. Now, when they when they talk about um, mandated um mask wearing that's not law you don't have to wear one if you don't want to if you choose to wear one that is still your choice like um stores private businesses you know whatever yep. they tell you gotta Our wear a mask job, like my job is mandatory yeah, oh yeah oh, yeah right, yeah even employment same thing the idea when they say mandatory or mandate or mass mandates is because it's personal it's um um no i'm saying not personal policy but store policy Employee policy is policies. They are not laws. You are not being forced to wear a mask. You are being, um, well, I guess it is um, peaceful forcing, if you will, because they tell you have to wear a mask to enter, enter the thing. Hey, there's J.D. J.D., give us a second. All right. Hey, give us a second real quick. I'm going to finish this rain up. So, but the idea is I, I, I see a lot of this stuff happening around me it's like I, I i look at it as oh people are choosing sides if you will and i'm like i don't want to choose a side because i want all of us to be together but you know that's just what my thing was last week was if they tried to tell you you have to do this why are they about to put the same energy into saying oh by the way this helps save lives also you know as, that, I, as I said you know and as, as i said before you know to finish out uh it's kind of like um, what's the word for when I'm trying to finish out what you're trying to say? A cover. I can't think of the word, but anyway, keep that same energy. Keep that same energy, Playboy. You, you know, you want to talk about people need to wear a mask, you know, to protect yourself against illnesses like COVID-19, you know. Right. But yet, you know, you're not forcing people to uh, put a condom on your dick. Sorry, J.D. Right, no. Nah. And over there. Oh, nah, 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 nah. Keep yourself from, um, 
getting all types of STDs, VDs, and or giving, what, or giving other, them out. other nasty sexual germs. Right, or giving them out. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people in this world that carry, you know, some funk in them and don't know they have it, such as, you know, when people talk about asymptomatic, you know, diseases, whatever. They, that still right. falls categories of, you know, STDs and, you know, things like that. STDs, STIs. I mean, any kind of, you know, funk that, you know, is bacterial right. and, and, and if I may add, you know, you got some people that just don't need to be slapping genitals, period, because you know that they're going to easily spread. And I ain't going to say no names. Right. Well, like, I mean, especially that's, having children back to back to back to back to back. name I will not mention. But they see that, but they're getting. I have no problem with people um, procreating or having, you know, bringing new life in this world. But you have to do it for I'm, the right. Because, but, but listen, what I'm about to say is, reason why I say I don't, I don't, I really don't have no problem with people procreating. But it comes a time when you're having right, right, yeah, there's, children, yeah. like up to 30, 40, 50 children. Stop. Right. Stop procreating. Right, right, right. Please do. Right. No, it's called money. Yeah, three three at the most, you know, we can we can call three at the most, you know, but yeah, if you're having like ten kids, um, you gotta make sure you provide for those kids mentally, emotionally, and um spiritually. But financially it's gonna be a burden. It's gonna be a burden right. because feeding ten kids is a is a lot. But that doesn't mean you cannot love them, you cannot um train them or not train but teach them to be better people you cannot you know nurture them you cannot love them but that financial burden that's going to fall onto a lot of categories and it's going to cause a lot of problems because people that go through financial burdens like that at least do stress um you know just downright you know bad feelings you know towards those kids you done popped out so yeah i i i I know what you mean there yeah, right. I mean, like, I mean, I wasn't talking. I was talking about people who have more. Well, back in the day, I'm sorry, not to carry on the rant, but back oh, in the no. day, you had people that could have, like, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna use my, uh, my, my paternal grandmother for example. She has seventeen. She has seventeen kids. My paternal right. grandmother, not my maternal grandmother, my paternal. Right. Yeah, that's fine. But, like, you know, when you got people out here, you know, just going around being regular old quagmires, that's what becomes a problem. You have to set them to the side and be like, look, please mm-hmm. wrap it up or just um, don't don't have no more sex because, you know, you're, you're doing too much. You know, <laughs> right. you got too many kids out you here and you probably ain't taking care of half of them. Right, right. All right. So we got JD on the night with us now. How How was church tonight? Good. Good. Just got home. A little late. Yeah. But, you know, that's all good. Oh, you did, say, nice you did say, yeah, you said you were going to be later on, depending on who was preaching. So, um, did they give a good message up tonight, or, you know, you want to share anything with the folks? Yeah, they talked about, um, Billy Goats as a euphemism. Old Billy Goats. goats. Old Goats in church. Billy Goats. Okay. Euphemism, part of the message. Too long to explain. Just know that it was... It had something to do with I, I'm curious, but if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious what their euphemism was. Yes. All right. I'm back. Yes, you're back. Construction work is done. Job hunting for siblings is done. JD <laughs> is back with us. <laughs> Got everything knocked up the park. 
Doing good. Brother Law's got a $13 an hour job. Maybe temporary, but hey, you know, it's money. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah uh, money is money. It helps, you know, put food on the table, pay some bills, take right. care of your family and everything. It, it does help out. Sturm remodeling's done. Thank goodness. I was wondering when that was going to get over. <sighs> you know. Trust now, me. Um, it's it's not fun hearing, you know, drilling stuff. Right, so. right, 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 right. So, um, you got anything pulled up for that, um, the funny I, stuff? I was standing here waiting on Mr. Cock and Block over here. I mean, Rob. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Cock and Block. Well, I'm going to stop you right there. Don't, don't go there, man. Cock and Block. Oh, cock and Block. I like Cock and Block. That's funny, Cock. Ain't been well. Ain't been here in a while. All right. So I got the top. Hold on. Hold, hold, no, 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 no. You got to hold on. We got to, we're going to go into a break. Play a song for the folks, cause um you um you have to go back and listen to their, their you got to go back and listen to their, um the beginning of the show. But um I, I sent out a thanks to everybody in the Pierce Universe, cause and like I said, I'm not questioning why. I'm just giving thanks because we are being blessed. Our numbers have doubled since last week. It's because I've not been here. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's right. JD's not on. Let's listen to the show. No, that's not it. So like, but I'm saying, but we gave thanks to everybody. But so, but right now we're gonna take a break. And before we do, I want to read off this little thing, and it's from Arthur Schopenhauer, and it's The World and Will as Representation, written in 1818, and it's just a little insert, and if anybody wants to go find it, it's out there on the internet, and like I said, I talk about different authors, um, writers, and people that, you know, talk about dystopian societies or what's coming, you know, in the near future. So from 1818 to right now, I can see a lot of this same thing, but it's just a food, some food for thought. And this is, it is from the world as will and representation. And it goes like this. The will conflicts with itself through the egoism that every human animal is endowed with. Compassion arises from a transcendence of this egoism. The penetration of the illusionary possession of individuality so that one can empathize with the suffering of another. And can serve as a clue to the possibility of going beyond desire and the will. And I, I just want to throw that out to everybody. But we're going to go on break. We're going to throw a song out here. Like I said, I grew up in a lot of R&B, and uh, Marvin Gaye was one of those ones. Now, over the break, I asked my co-host for a list of songs, and my boy came up with a um, one from Marvin Gaye, and, and it's called What's Going On. And I'm like, I thought the song was called Let's Get It On, but no, it turned it on. It actually is a song called What's Going On. And we're going to throw it out there for the PS Universe. Y'all jam out. We'll be right back. <laughs> Brother, brother, there's far too many of you dying. You know we've got to find a way to bring some loving here today. Father, father, we don't need to escalate. You see, war is not the end. For only love can comprehend You know we've got to find a way 
I remember my mom playing 45s and some old R&B, you know, and it's like Marvin Gaye has always been. I mean, I know he has a stigmata about being Marvin Gaye because of what he did, but he still doesn't take away the um, his credibility as an artist, you know, if you will. But in, other than that, this is a really good song. Hope you all enjoyed it. But now we got JD to come up with some craziest laws. And you said it's where? It's in my own state of Kentucky. So but what, before, what you got? Before I get into that. My hometown that I'm currently in is named number two coziest small towns in the state. Number we rank number two. I thought that was pretty awesome. Now, uh, what do they mean by cozy? Though I mean, because y'all don't have shit there, or just ain't got nothing going on. It's not that. It's just I mean, well, ours is like set in a mountain setting, okay. so like it's not and crafts, uh, mountainous things. We've got a festival that goes on here called the Spoonbread Festival, which what that is is wet. Dying to go to. It's wet cornbread that they eat with a spoon. There's eating contests. You know, it's it's different things. We have bands coming in and yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And then you've got the Amish store, and then you just got all kinds of things all up through Berea, Kentucky. Absolutely loves it here. He loves the mountain setting. And that's one thing I do miss. I miss apple butter. I miss apple butter. It's hard to find down here. But that's just well, come to Maria, come to Paintsville, because they used to have it all the time when they had the Apple Day. They had Apple. Oh, I know. There. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I got. I got to yeah. find me some Amish down here. I got to find people that are connected to um, people up there in either Ohio or Pennsylvania. And so it, you know, it's like I said, it's set in Appalachian Mountains, in between Tennessee and you know whatever we're like. So they pretty yeah. much considered it like peaceful and tranquil and all that. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Well, good for y'all. Good for y'all. Something like that, about three hours. Anyway, yeah, it is. It's pretty much that. And so we got named, you know, uh, they took a poll and they named us number two. And I was like, that's awesome. Good deal. Good deal. All right. So anyway, getting back to that, top 10 weirdest laws in the state of Kentucky. This time I'm ragging on the state of Kentucky, as I'm sure my boys have ragged on the other thing, the last one I left them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We had had to do the redo, but. Yeah, North Carolina, fuck you. <laughs> right. Right. All right, so it's about to get weird up in here, so let's have fun with that. Number one, you can't throw flowers at a public speaker. Any, any guesses? Why would you want to throw a flower at a public speaker? Well, first of all, it's, a, um, it's considered assault. A flower? Okay. A flower oh. runs in different, different ranges. You know, they actually consider, you know... Um, Vegetables be flowers also. So I mean, but if you throw a bouquet of roses at somebody, you got thorns on there. You throw um, a bouquet of you know daffodils or carnations, whatever. You might have bees in there. I mean, different reasons for why you can't throw flowers, or they might be allergic to them. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's it's can be considered assault. But is there a reason why? It also says you can't throw rotten eggs or tomatoes at speakers, no matter how bad they're jokes. Right. 
sorry, can't get there. Rob, what, what do you think about that law? Um, I have to agree with Rev. I mean, it is a form of so I mean, I was always at first. I would always consider that as kind of like a kind gesture, you know, like "Hey, bravo, bravo, you did a great job," you know. Right. But then, then Rev mentioned like the allergies, the bees, and um, all of the uh, other nastiness that could be in those um, flowers. So yeah, I think that's a. I don't think that's a weird law. I think that law could justify some things because the state of Kentucky actually realizes that people can actually. Uh, suffer harm, you know, from you yeah, just right, okay. do a kind gesture. Yeah, right. Yeah, something as simple as that. They can, you know, something can happen, you know. But so, I, yeah, I, I get that. But um, I'm pretty sure it came from somebody who got flowers sold at them, and they're like, "Oh, I need to make a law about this shit." <laughs> That's sort of a weird law, but yeah, I can agree. All right, so number two is fancy a hat. Get your husband's permission first. In a town called Owensboro, Kentucky, women may be fashion as experts, as it says, but they need to obtain their husband's say-so before making the purchase, meaning they can't buy a hat in that town without asking their husband first what he thinks. I mean, wow. Go ahead, Wow. Yeah, hey, wait, I was going to say, if you saw Owensboro, the same town that's got my favorite restaurant, Moonlight Barbecue, that's like an hour or so. Well, actually, I ain't going to say... Yeah, I'm okay, right. About an hour or so from me, without your permission. Yes, that's the thing. I I didn't know that. I didn't know all that was going on over there. I mean, I've been to Owensboro on numerous occasions. I um, there's a person that I know on our local police force that played for the local college out there, Kentucky Wesleyan College. I mean, um, we always used to go over there, see him play, and after go to Moonlight Barbecue and get some good old barbecue. You know, I didn't know that they had a law like that. Yeah, that's well, the thing. Yeah. Well, like I said, I've said even from the first time we talk about the laws, even off the air, I'm pretty sure some of these laws come from the old days. You know, they're still on the books. Why they're still on the books, I don't know. But um, I don't think anybody's going to enforce those laws nowadays. Can you imagine if a woman went to go buy a hat and the shop owner goes, did you get your husband's permission first? You know, I, I cannot see nowadays anybody of the female gender statue you know whole nine yards any woman in the world or at least that part of kentucky needs permission to go do anything from her husband now hey, what if she's not married Fred, right go i got question like out of out of thing here is your girlfriend available why don't you ask her that same question and get her thought from a woman's perspective. Oh, I I know what she's going to say. I, I'm not going to speak for her, but I know what she's going to say. She's going to fuck them. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't. I would yeah. never. I would. Um, I would. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got. I just. I just. Uh, got something. You remember that conversation we had while JD was away? Which one? <laughs> the one about you know bringing a woman you know in here to get her opinion on something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. My lady, uh, over break, she suggested that we get a female co-host on there. And like I said, I, I was asking Rob about it last weekend, or, you know, tinker around the idea. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just a thought thing. And anybody, anybody, if, if people are listening, they know what we're talking about, so they can go back and listen to the show. But now we're going to get back to these laws because that's what it's all about. Right, right. All right, so number three is, now this one should be an obvious one. That I think most people know, but 
when it comes to the state of Georgia, I'm not pretty sure about that one, but up here at least, but I'll read it off anyway. This when I say Tennessee and the state of Georgia, Rave, you'll understand what I'm talking about, what I'm what I'm about to say. Okay. All right. So no serpent handling in church. Wow. Where in Kentucky? See, I said Tennessee and Georgia because it all lines in the thing. Backwoods is where no, I'm going. No, no, I, I, don't, I don't know about backwoods. I know about the Southern Baptists and their um, snake handling. But um, so is that a law in Kentucky? It says if you worship a higher, it reads off, if you worship a higher power, you have to keep snakes, lizards, crocodiles, turtles out of it. So says Kentucky Law KRS 437060. I actually have a number there this time. Wow. It says if you use of any kind during a religious service, it could you could be fined up to $100. A minor fine, sure, but, you know, there is snake handling churches here. In Kentucky. Right. My family, they did snake handling. So, you know, it's not an co- uncommon thing, but I mean, most people oh, no, practice it backwards. And that's why I said Tennessee, Georgia, any southern states like Alabama along the lines practice it backwards. You'll find it. Well, no, no, see, I, I got to stop you there. I, I got to disagree because I don't think it's just, I think that stereotyping and profiling um, those people that have their religious problem practices with serpent handling, I don't think it's backwards. I, I see a lot of open communities that have these things. Now, I know the common, you know, knowledge or thought, whatever, is that mm-hmm. it's some, um, you know, shack in the middle of the woods and people are, you know, handling snakes. No, I've actually seen communities with churches out in regular, you know, towns and cities that do serpent handling, you know, but they have, they put up waivers they put up disclaimers yeah so but i i do get the idea but so but now if they still have it going on kentucky how is it still a law don't know but it's still on our law books um and by the way i'm reading this from sure and associates llc which is in louisville which is in rob's part of the woods part of the town so just to bring that up all right so what else you got that's that you might want to stop and ask them (laughs) there we (laughs) go All right, so stop the car before you hunt, commonly known as the Beverly Hillbillies Law. Stop the car before you hunt. This has to be among the weirdest laws in Kentucky, right? Let's say you're riding along, mind your own business, and you spot a 10-point buck grazing in the field before taking aim at your next big meal. You must first stop the vehicle. That means don't get drunk. Oh, I know, yeah. Shoot at Well, that happens. Yeah, that happens in, happens in Tennessee quite a bit. People actually would be going down you know, the back roads and see a deer and shoot it, you know, from the either car window or the back of the pickup truck. But so the idea to stop and shoot, I mean, what if it's not deer season? Isn't it illegal to shoot a deer even if you're not, you know, st- if you stop the car and get out, is it still illegal to shoot a deer at off, de- off season? Same rule applies if the deer is in your backyard, would you shoot at it? Wow. But now, if you're in, now, my question is, if you're in your backyard, why the fuck are you driving a car? <laughs> right. I mean, why would you be driving a car in your backyard unless you just out just turning donuts in your backyard and actually see a deer and actually accidentally hit it? Well, now, I was, thinking the, I was thinking the same thing. What if someone's in the backyard riding their John Deere around? Are you riding your John Deere around with a 30 out 6 If you are... What kind of place do you live in where you got to carry a fucking rifle to mow your fucking grass? Hey, right. 
for him. I've never heard of that happening. Among the vehicles that this law applies to, you ready for this? Yeah. yeah. Flying a helicopter, riding on a scooter, or hitching a ride on a semi for some reason. You must. Now, my question is... Go ahead, go ahead. My question is this right here. Who want to fly a helicopter around their house or fly a helicopter out in the out in the woods to go hunt some deer? Like, like... Well, no, 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 no. See, they're not hunting deer. They're just saying, if you happen to be flying by in a helicopter and you see a deer, you got to land a helicopter, get out, then shoot it. That's what they're saying. They're but not who saying you're hunting. They're not saying you're hunting the deer with a helicopter, but if you see one, you got to stop it, land it, and get out, then shoot it. But my thing but, is with the situation, no, whether you're hunting or not, who who will fly a helicopter in, in the woods just to, Never mind. My mind. Revenueers. 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 I'm just this much right now to you, Rob. And huh? Rev. Yeah. Um, the helicopter in the woods. Have you ever heard of cotton? Cops doing spotlighting on uh, marijuana fields. Oh, not I mean, even. Not, I've not, heard of that. Not even, now that I've heard, not I'm even, just saying who not, are randomly just. I, 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 now I've heard of that. I wasn't saying that. Uh, but yeah, what know, I said was who would just randomly outside of the police fly a helicopter in the woods? Just, never mind. That's what I'm looking at. No, it is also right. not marijuana. It's also moonshiners too. Well, they, yeah, they do. They do spot search for moonshiners and, you know, um, um, feeder planes, helicopters, you know, stuff like crop dusters. So they do use um, air uh, air maneuvers or vehicles to, you know, look for marijuana, moonshiners, you know, things like that. So, but again, if they are law enforcement and they are flying a vehicle, why would they even think about shooting an animal if it's out of deer season? Right. That's why I keep, well, I keep going back to the out of deer season because I know that. Every state has their own. Every state has their own um, time frame for go hunting deers and locations. You know, there's an exception to this rule, right? And this is the funniest yeah. exception you can ever think of, or would want to think of, in relation to our fair state of Kentucky. Rob, you don't ready say, for this? Don't don't well, don't say the, don't say the deer tax. No. Okay. Of course, you spotted a well. That's right. The only exception to this law is if the elusive game animal you're after is well. But think about it. Someone actually made the exception for whales. Kentucky hasn't been underwater since the, it says the Devonian period. I don't know what that right. is. Roughly 419.2 million years ago. So that, that exception, uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me stop. Let me stop you there. So, you can be riding your pickup truck through the backwoods of Kentucky and spot a whale and shoot it without getting out, but you got to stop for shooting the deer. That's the exception. Oh my damn! Oh my damn! Yeah, that's that's the same thing I was thinking. Wow, like one that's not even well in the state of Kentucky. Then again, who knows what's in the Ohio River? Who knows? River. And Brad, common knowledge is that Kentucky is below sea level. Because right. think, yeah, you got to go up to get to Tennessee, right? But we got to go back down to get to Kentucky. We're below right. sea level. So think about the whale situation. Why oh, would I you know, get, I, go ahead? Unless Kentucky was flooded for some reason, like I mean, completely drowned out. Half of the eastern seaboard was flooded. Why would you ever think that you know? 
a well would be in Kentucky because we don't have oceans here. We have right. Lakes, I mean, not oceans. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go, go ahead. I'm done. I mean, I'm just I'm just stating a the fact there. All right. Well, well, let me say this right quick. There's, you, know, you mentioned you got to go up to go to Tennessee. I got to go pretty much up to get to Indiana. You know, Indiana is actually on a higher elevation than right here where I am in Louisville, Kentucky. We actually sit down in a bowl, believe it or not. You know. Yep. Yep. All right. So y'all ready for the next one? Yeah, go ahead. What you do now on Sunday is now your own business. Okay. Now it's and- the law, well, since this law has been repealed, so we'll just go ahead and say it's just been repealed because it has. It's an, in the past, if you were caught working on Sunday, clergy members, athletic game officials, and certain businesses were excluded from the law. But the rest of you folks, if you were working on Sunday back in the past, you could have been fined 50 bucks for it here in Kentucky. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. But it's been repealed. Yeah, there's that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never even would have even known about the matter. However, there are still alcohol laws here in the state of Kentucky where you cannot buy um, alcohol. It's in Indiana, too. But you can, well, you cannot actually, and this is an alcohol law. State of Kentucky and the state of Indiana mandate that you do not buy your beer, your whiskey, your um, your bourbon, whatever, until here in Kentucky after 1 p.m., and in Indiana, after twelve noon, right. Go with one, one or two more because there's like so many here. Yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead. Go ahead. The funniest one that I see as I'm scrolling down is keep your ice cream cones in your pocket. Now, but I said there is a state out there. I can't remember which state it was, but it's illegal to carry ice cream cone in your pocket. Kentucky. No, there is a state out there that's illegal to carry one in your pocket. Well, it says before the automobiles changed the way we travel, most of our ancestors got around on horseback. Along the way, some would-be travelers would spot someone else's horse and try to lure it away with by putting an empty ice cream cone in their back pocket. True story, because the ice cream cone looks like a carrot, and the horse don't know the difference. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm curious now. I can say I, I do know there is a law somewhere in America where it's illegal to carry ice cream cone in your pocket. I wonder if it is Kentucky, because if that's the case, maybe they're setting them up. Because it says because of that law was written, and it's one that still applies today that forbids you to carry an ice cream cone in your pocket, so you can't put your ice cream cone in your pocket for the reasons of horse and buggy or horse in this common case. Oh, okay. But, so it was in Kentucky that had that law about not carrying ice cream. Oh, okay. Ah, see, I knew there was one out there, but I just didn't know where. I'm glad it's Kentucky, not Florida. <laughs> yeah, because, um, it, it's an obvious, it's an obvious law because we, we do a lot of horse breeding here, mm-hmm. and we don't want you luring our horses away, just so you can ride it for your own personal gain outside yep. of the Kentucky Derby. That is. All right, so I'm going to do this last one, and then I guess we'll move on. All right, so it says, you shan't stink. <laughs> you shan't stink. It says, okay, this law is everyone should agree with. All Kentucky citizens are required to at least shower once per year. Once per year. <laughs> at least once per year. Right. What the fuck? 
<laughs> so you go walk around, you go walk around booty butt naked, covered in doo doo and and dirt and everything <laughs> for three hundred sixty four days out of the year. And there's one day out of the year you got a shower. Oh, oh my god! While today's dermatologists say a shower every other day is best for your skin, many people make it part of their daily routine, which I'm one of those. Yeah, I'm one of those too. Annual requirement, but if you don't and you choose not to take a shower, you better do it at least once a year. You get fined for it. Now, how do they know? Well, Rev, how do they know? Here's the obvious one. I know a guy, and I'm not going to name any names, that lives here in my town, who do, who has a mental issue, so that's why I said I'm going to keep right. the sake of names. We'll no, I know, I got you. Says he can't take a shower unless he's dating. So he only takes a shower once a year for that purpose. Unless and he's he, dating. He stinks. I went in GameStop and he was there and it knocked me backwards. His smell wow. was that strong. Wow. So yeah, um, encountered that. Um, I was gonna say, all right. So at my job, there's this mixed girl that's in a bleach. She's like French and Iranian, and um, people are complaining about her. See, I work on the east side of the building. That's my that's my home spot. I like I love that spot. But anyway, back to her. I've seen her around, you know, just real short hair. I don't know her name, so I can't put her name out there. So, but anyway, um, she doesn't speak a lick of English. And whatever country she came from, she you can smell her. I guess you don't believe in shower. You can smell her to high heaven. And people that work on my side of the building that was complaining about her, that every time they get on a pick path near her, you can smell her halfway down the aisle. Well, I have to bring this one last thing up. I know I said I was going to quit there, but I, I right, saw no, go this. Go ahead. Go ahead. My need to hear this. You're sober unless you can't stand up. That's right. No matter how much you've had to drink, an old law says, and it's still considered on books, it said you're still considered to be sober unless you can't stand up. So that means you can get drunker on a fish here in Kentucky, and as long as you're standing up, you're sober, according to the law, and you can't get in trouble for it. Now I gotta I gotta ask, what if you're driving a vehicle? Because DUIs are still illegal, no matter and where you we are. You do have drive sober or get pulled over, or ride sober or get pulled over, and Labor so, Day is right around the corner. Now, so can can they pull that same argument if someone? I'm I'm just asking if someone in Kentucky got pulled over for being drunk and they made them do a sobriety test. If they can walk according to that law, if they can stand up, they are sober. I'm, I, I'm just asking. I, I'm just asking how it conflicts with you know their current laws um, um, to previous laws. Right. Well, this. Hey, Rob. Hmm? Part of that, it says as society moves on, considering the drinking and driving laws, you know that law seems kind of dumb if you're standing up, you're sober. But here's what they recommend to rectify that if you happen to be on the other end of the law in that particular case. You know what it is? What? Okay. Rob, you'll laugh at this. I promise. Okay. Don't laugh at them. Instead, contact a Louisville criminal defense attorney. <laughs> wow. wow. So, hold on. So if, you, so, if a law enforcement officer pulls somebody over for being drunk, and they know they're drunk, they got to contact the defense attorney before they can actually proceed, or taking them to jail for DUI. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. How, how often does that wow. happen, though? I'd be curious how often does that happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm find out. I mean, I drink soda, but 
I don't drink alcohol, so I can't answer. I don't drink alcohol, so I'd be curious to find out how many drunks I've been around that's probably actually been in a similar situation. Because I've been drunk, and sometimes, you know, like off beer, I can still stand up, you know, off beer. Now, if I'm drinking something like some strong-ass alcohol, and I ain't standing up. Unless you're driving, you're considered uh, sober, my friend. Wow, yeah, I wonder how they, they implement those things. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said because now pay attention next week because we're heading to Georgia. Where oh we're yeah, still- good good deal. I need to know what I'm I'm gonna be going to jail for. <laughs> you can't wear, you can't wear your you can't wear your drawers backwards on a Tuesday. You're going to I jail. <laughs> That's more like Florida anyway. No, in Florida we don't wear drawers, so they don't give a fuck. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is that all you got for the laws? Yeah, that's it. Uh, you got anything else for the folks? We'll be heading to our next break. No, but uh, I'm gonna have to hop off here, guys, because I have got to go to the bathroom and I kind of held it all night. Not, you know, it's kind of okay. Well, night. yeah, we're gonna be um, we're gonna play one more thing, then we're gonna get out of here. All right, Jay, appreciate you coming on, man. All well, right, I'll, I'll catch everybody later, and I'll see y'all next week. Sorry, I had right, brother. So much. I had no, things too, right. you know. Glad you're back. I'll see y'all next week. Yeah. All right. Later. Later. All right. That's that's good shit right there. Oh, yeah, it is. That those laws are funnier than what North Carolina does, but I mean that's that's some funny shit. But yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. imagine someone. I can't imagine someone driving through the backwoods of Kentucky going, hey, "Here's a fucking whale, kill it." <laughs> right. I mean, I, I can't imagine a like, I'm from look. Me, I'm I'm from Kentucky, you know, and I'm. Um, well, I live by the Ohio River, so and I live next to Indiana, so you'd be surprised what they find in like somebody found a big ass catfish in the Ohio River. Uh, oh uh, yeah, well, no, that's a, yeah, that, that's a given, dude. Those channel cats they get they get um and it's a thing that happened in Tennessee when I lived there. They said it was a um it's not a legend or a um urban legend, whatever. It actually happened because they got actual news footage and photos of it. Um, there was a dam that was there, and uh, there was a dam. You know, when you repair dams, you got to go and put on the diving gear right. and go underwater to fix the dam. He said when he went underwater, um, there was this fucking catfish that scared him. So they, you know, had to come come out and you know pull it out. They had to get a right. tow truck. They had to get a tow truck to come out and winch the catfish out, and it was the size of a VW Bug. And I was like, no fucking way. Then I saw the photos, and I was like, wow. So, yeah, those, those channel cats, they, they get huge, huge, right. humongous, humongous. Right. right. Um, also, the thing that kind of, like, as I said earlier, struck me about Owensboro, because Owensboro is just about maybe an hour or so southwest of me. Um. I used to go to Owensboro all the time. I never knew if they had a law like that, you know. Uh, if yeah, like they I did, said, I, go ahead. No, like I said, I like I said, I'm pretty sure that some of these things that are on, on the books nowadays are are predated, you know, to like back in the old days, the frontier days, right. or the times of where men thought they had power over women, or anybody that thought they had some kind of control over somebody else. But I'm pretty sure ain't nobody enforcing these laws nowadays. Um, I'm if, they are, sure not. if they are, I would like to hear the court cases. I really would, especially the one about, right. you know, stealing bacon grease. I would like to hear a court case on the stealing bacon grease. I, I would like myself, I would like to see that, that, that transcript. But that's just me. That's just me. Right. 
Well, yeah, yeah, I used to go to um, Owensboro all the time, you know. Um, my late teacher, um, my late teacher always took me um, down there to see his son play football, and we always used to go to the barbecue joint over there, and it was, it was some good stuff. It's called right. Moonlight Barbecue um, over in Owensboro, Kentucky, and we go sit there. They had a nice little buffet and everything. All right, if y'all go to the the barbecue joint over there in Kentucky, y'all let them know the PS, PSU got this sent y'all. Yeah, Give, I, a shout I, I out. Give a shout out. Give a shout out. Yeah, Gaslight, yeah. Owensboro, Kentucky, 2840 Parish Avenue. Go check them out. They got some good food. I got a short thing to play for everybody. Um, a couple of days ago, my lady um sent me this um thing, and um uh, it's adapted from an old sketch comedy back in the day. If I, I'm pretty sure our demographic knows who Abbott Costello is, they did a thing a long time ago called "Who's on First? and it's a joke sketch about you know baseball. Have you ever heard it, Rob? Uh, no. Uh, it's like you know the whole thing is you know who's on first. I don't know who's on second. Um, so it, but it's a good it's a good comedy sketch. You know. Especially for you know back in the old days, but um, someone actually um, took that sketch and did a um, vaccinated mass sketch on it, and for some reason it got posted on the internet, got taken down, got posted, got put it on the internet. So it's been it's been up and down, up and down because you sent it to me, but it's not there anymore. So I had to go find it today because I wanted to read it and see right. what it was, and I read it. But um, someone at a radio station actually played it, and they actually read it off, you know, verbatim. And uh, to me, it's, like I said, I'm trying to remind everybody we got to remember to have fun. So that, that's the whole idea. They say it's about poking um, poking the bear or calling anybody out for being, you know, one side or the other, whatever. But it is, it's still funny to hear it because I see right. a lot of the same situations nowadays. So I'm going to play that real quick, then we'll come right back, and we'll close the show out. All right. All right, folks, we'll be right back. We actually got an email from a guy named Dan uh, with a thing that's going around that highlights the stupidity of everything right now today. But we have to go back about 60 years to give you the setup. A lot of people know the Abbott and Costello who's on first bit. Some people, though, haven't heard it or don't understand it. This is just the first minute of it where, uh, where they set up the who's on first bit, they're talking about their baseball team, uh, and it gives you an idea of what it's Well, about. let's see now. We have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find and out, that, the guy's name. And that, uh-huh. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, Abby, you want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's names? Well, I should. Well, you tell me the guy's names on the baseball I team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> I'm telling him. You said nothing yet. Go ahead and tell me. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Is on third. You know the guy's I'll... names on the baseball team. Yes. Well, go ahead. Who's on first? Yes. I mean the guy's name. Who? The guy playing first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Why are you asking me? For? I don't know. Now, wait a minute. I'm, not... I'm asking you. Who's on first? That's his name. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. That's it. <laughs> That's his name. You ain't said nothing. I ain't asked you nothing. You did. You know the guy's name on first base? Sure. Well, tell me the guy's name on first base. Who? The guy playing first base. Who is on first, Lou? What are you asking me for? Oh, I'm, I'm saying who? I'm asking you a simple question. Who's on first? Yes. Well, go ahead and tell me. That's it. That's who? Yeah. I'm asking you, what's the guy's name on first oh, base? Oh, no. What's on second? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. <laughs> It goes on, by the way, for another seven minutes. So, <clears throat> with that, picture 
a nightclub, a restaurant, a bar in any town, USA. Uh-huh. <coughs> We're at the door. Oh, boy. You can't come in here. Why not? Well, because you're unvaccinated. But I'm not sick. It doesn't matter. Well, why does that guy get to go in? Because he's vaccinated. But he's sick. It's all right. Everyone in here is vaccinated. Wait a minute. Are you saying everyone in there is vaccinated? Yes. So then why can't I go in there if everyone is vaccinated? Because you'll make them sick. How will I make them sick if I'm not sick and they're vaccinated? Because you're unvaccinated. But they're vaccinated. (laughs) But they can still get sick. So what the heck does the vaccine do? It vaccinates. So vaccinated people can't, can't spread COVID? Oh, no. They can spread COVID just as easily as unvaccinated persons. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Look, I'm not sick. Okay. And the guy you let in is sick. That's right. And everybody in there can still get sick even though they're vaccinated? Oh, certainly. So why can't I go in again? Because you're unvaccinated. I'm not asking who's vaccinated or not. I'm just telling you how it is. Never mind. I'll just put on my mask. That's fine. Now I can go in? Absolutely not. But I have a mask. Doesn't matter. I was able to come in here yesterday with the mask. I know. So why can't I come in here today with the mask? If you say because I'm unvaccinated again, I'll break your arm. Take it easy, buddy. So the mask is no good anymore? No, it's still good. But I can't come in? Correct. Why not? Because you're unvaccinated. But the mask prevents the germs from getting out. Yes, but people can still catch your germs. But they're all vaccinated. Yes, but they can still get sick. But I'm not sick. You can still get them sick. So the masks don't work? Masks work quite well. So how? How the heck can I get vaccinated people sick if I'm not sick and mask work? Third base. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Brilliant. Yes. It is brilliant. Yes. Apparently, that's going around oh, on social media. Uh, uh, and it, 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 it often, right, comedy highlights the stupidity of what we're doing at the time. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. All right. You ready to get this last leg on? Yeah, let's get it on, bruh. Yeah, like I said, right right there, that's just funny stuff. Um, And you can take offense to it. But again, if you are offended, for one, listen to the wrong show. For two, if you are offended, write on the back of $20 bill, send it to the BSU got this, and we'll address your complaint completely. No problem. But until then, um, we had a conversation yesterday, and uh, I I gave a – like I said – from show to show, day to day, hour to hour, I have a lot of thoughts. I question things. And um, one of the things came up was about the voter IDs and all this and blah, blah, blah. But so to, to break it down as simple as this, um, I think we need to stop relying on um, the politicians, the news media, social media to um, tell us who we are or tell us what we need to do or wait for us, wait for them to give us our life instructions. I think as people in general, and I'm not saying like I tell all the time, you can't love everybody, you know, and hate is not bad as long as you don't act on it because, you know, we do get frustrated. We get stressed out. But the idea, I think that I think there's people if there's if there are people in this world, especially in America right now, that need help doing things. And it's not just, you know, getting registered to vote. Or getting um, help with, you know, this and that. Because we got a lot of communities out here that have programs for people that, you know, can't pay bills or that need food or they need some kind of assistance. I think that should um, uh, should extend to a lot of different areas to where they say that, okay, this rural community don't have access to such and such. I think there should be communities out there programs whatever and you can set them up individually or organize whatever to help people who can't get certain things and and of course it does go on the idea of being registered to vote because like i told rob i said i love stats and the 2020 election 76 percent of african americans voted last year and that, that makes me proud to know that you know 
that people are getting out there and boating and using their boat. But now, right. if you want to get those, if you want to get those numbers up, don't tell people that they are disenfranchised, that they are um, racially um, profiled, they are, they are systematically um, brought down, because there is no law in America that keeps anybody from voting. Now, if they say that it makes them harder to vote because they don't have access to a computer or have access to this or that, whatever, help them. Don't depend on the politicians. Don't depend on the news media. Don't depend on social media. We need to start coming together as people, as people. And you, to help and you to, write about that. To help you're, each other out. Right. And, you're, I, you're, and I know there's, yeah, and I know there's a lot, I, I, I probably appreciate it. I know there's a lot of people out there that are on the um, idea of, you know, we are against each other. Because we are being told we are, but actually we're not. We're not. This actually, if I, I look at my my from my youth to now. I've been in a lot of different places in America, and I tell you what, there is a lot of folks out there that are willing to help out, regardless of you know who you are, your race, your color, your religion, your religion, your sex, gender, whatever you want to call it. So if there's anybody out there that they say there's a community of people that don't have access to something, you know, no matter what it is. We need to find a way to get it to them. And it's not about, you know, um, making them feel like they're inferior or they have no hope or they have no way out. Because, no, there is always a way out because it's through help through other people. And right, I mean, right. I, that's just my thing. It's like I, I'm tired of people um, waiting for the government or waiting for the news media or waiting for influencers to give them the next clue on how to live their life. I, I'm, I'm sick of it. It breaks my heart to think that. We as people, as free individuals with free minds and free thoughts, have to depend on somebody else to tell us how to live. I, it breaks my heart to see people go through those things. And I, and then when I see these people talk down on, you know, people, especially the minority, um, and, and, and to be re realistic, the African-American community is not a minority. There is a huge number of black people in America that are out there. So it's not a minority, but the idea is it's the it's the money. That's what right. makes us the minority. What makes us a minority is the money. And like I talked about when I told you before, I'm going to start separating a class of people by two different colors. If you live above a certain tax bracket to have money and you have, you know, houses and boats and cars and all that shit, you're no longer white, black, yellow, brown, whatever. You are now green. If you live below a certain level, including, I mean, especially including the poverty level, you are now Paisley because Paisley is a group of colors put together in a free-flowing free um, form, if you will. And I think that's what I'm going to start looking at people as, not white, black, yellow, brown, red, whatever. I'm looking at people. If you have money and you have the um, nice houses and you have the uh, the the boats and the cars and you have all these fancy things you right, have right. no idea what it is to stand in a uh, food line or go beg somebody to help turn electricity on you have no idea what is look at your ebt guard every month and go how much do i got left over to you know spend on my family you don't know yeah. those feelings so don't tell me that you care about the american people when you have these fucking monies so from now on you are green and we are a paisley that's just the way i'm going to look at it well, but that, I want us. That's a good way to look at it. I want us to come together as people. If okay, if a politician or a news media or social influencer states 
that certain people don't have a, a availability to get something, we need to step in and help them as much as we can. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I'm the same way. I, I'll, I'll lend my services. If anybody needs help getting anything done online, they can reach out to the PS Universe. I have no problem taking time out of my day to help someone, you know, do whatever. Now, I know my community is pretty much everybody has, you know, access to everything. So, but if there's somebody in this world that don't have access to technology or anything kind of forms of communication, whatever, try to find those people and try to get them help. And, you know, so we can stop listening to these people, the green people tell us that we have nothing, that we have, have no way out, that we're disenfranchised. Because that's that what the green people, I, I, I was going to say this like quick, that's ahead, what the green ahead. people want. You know, that's what the green people want, but the, those that got all the money and all the power and um, all all of that good shit. You know, the government, they want us right. to um, fight against each other because, you know, at the end of the right. day, the government's going to win anyway because all, all the right. government wasn't waiting on us to do. Mainly what I keep hearing amongst the black community, somebody else said, and a lift driver said, told me this, that the government, local well, local government is apparently waiting on us as black folks to go in and kill each other off so they can just start putting white folk back up in here. And see, I like I said, then again, uh, I, I still come when the, the conflict in, in my soul that um, I don't really believe that I'm a white person because, I mean, even though I was born Caucasian mm-hmm. and on my it says Caucasian, I don't really believe I'm a white person. So, I mean, when I heard the first term about white privilege or white girl, I'm like, I don't understand that concept because I was never raised that way. I was raised. You know, for 13 years in a black community as right. a as a black child. And that right. comes from my father being black, my cousins, my aunts, you know, whole nine yards. Now, my mom's side of the family. Yeah, they're, they're white motherfuckers. I know they're white because they prove themselves many a times. But I, I don't consider myself to be a white person or living in the white world because I never knew their culture until I moved to a white white community. Well, now, no, first- well, no, listen, what I was what I was saying was about that whole thing. About the government out waiting on us to kill each other off. I mean, I wasn't saying that to be racist or nothing. No, 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 Doc. I agree. I agree with you. And and we go back to the idea um, that the government themselves, even though they are mainly white, I think it's also white, brown, red, yellow. Depends on your tax bracket. So anybody yep. with money makes the rules. You know, the the golden rule is who has the gold makes the rules. So those people are making the rules for us because we are waiting for them to tell us how to live. And I think that's got to stop. I think we need to come together and help other people when we can, if we can. You know, that's the whole idea because it's going to come around to come around, you know. Um, right. It, yeah, it's always about karma, but it's also about, you know, the right thing to do. You know, like right. I talk about this show here. I'm not I'm not doing this show or anything that I do on on the Internet or whatever I do to make money from it, because that's not who I am. It's for me. It's about communication and coming together and trying to figure things out. Even if we disagree with each other, I still want to communicate with people because I I think the mind is a wonderful tool. I think it's I think the expansion of the mind, the soul, the body, the spirit, whole nine yards. It it goes beyond the grasp of many um, uh, man-made concepts. Um, right, right. But, but that's just me, though. That, that's that's just me. But and I'm not telling anybody to be like me or to like me or to agree with me because I want you to be an individual. I want you to be who you are. But I think we got to stop depending on 
having someone else tell us how to live. You know, yeah, or, wait right for them, or wait for them to tell us how to live. Oh, how, what do I do today? No, what you need to do is find a way to live. And that's, you know, starts, of course, you know, with work. I mean, I know I know working for the man is bullshit. I, I understand that concept. But you got to right. provide for yourself, provide for your family, provide for your home. You know, mm-hmm. you got to provide for those. Even if you are a solo person in this world, you don't have kids, you don't have family. I'm pretty right. sure you still have things that you want to do for yourself. Don't right. wait for someone to tell you how to live. You got to live for yourself. I mean, I, I, that's that's all I want because like I said it does break my heart to see every day how people tell us, people of money, the green people tell us that we have no way out. We have no hope. We have no way to get around it. Even though they have the money, they're sitting at home with fancy stuff and technology and food and yeah, food, food, you know, most of all. But they gonna tell right, us food oh, and filet mignon and shrimp and right. steak and all that. But they gonna tell us that they understand where we come from because you know um, they they are oppressed. No, you're not. You're not oppressed because you made it in this world. You made it to the statue of being a green person. So or you, you were born with a silver spoon in your. Oh mouth. yes, now yeah, those, those right there. I think when I hear the terminology of white privilege. And shit like that. I think the people that actually were born into it, because you got to think about majority of the politicians in this world, majority of the politicians in this world, the white ones. I'm talking about the the white ones themselves were born yep. into politics. They were born into politics. They didn't have to stand in the food line. They didn't have to go, you know, help, ask somebody to help, you know, pay a utility bill. They didn't have to go borrow food. You know, they didn't have to do those things because right. they never felt the idea of what it's like to live, you know, um, without. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I never I, knew the idea I, of having to have to uh, live your best life, make ends meet. You know, trying to live from paycheck to paycheck, or for those of us no that, that at all. still no are, paycheck, no at paycheck at all. Those are those of us that are still on disability. I'm no longer on disability, um, but anyway, um, as I was saying, you know, those of us that struggle, you know, those of us that's out here on the street, you know, having to go. Sit at somebody's establishment and try to, or try to go stand on somebody's corner and hold a sign. You know what I mean? Right. And then, and if you did, if you started from poverty and worked your way out of that poverty and made it to your to the green stature, I mean, props to you. But don't forget where you came from. But the right. people never that but, you came from. but the people that never been there, the people that here here's my thing, and I I know I know me, the people who ain't never been there, don't ever tell me that you know what it's like. Fuck you. You know what right. I'm saying? And I, ain't trying, I, like. and I ain't trying to call. I ain't trying to virtual signal. I, I ain't trying to be better than anybody else. I'm just saying I I, I myself have been there. And I'm, I'm not living a lavish lifestyle right now, but I have a comfortable life. But I don't forget where the fuck I came from. I don't forget right. people that, you know, help me get where I got to get. So I don't I don't blow up bridges. I don't step on toes. I don't, you know, discount my past because I look at my past as what built me to who I am now. But I'm telling you right now, right. If, if you've never been in a situation where you had to go borrow food for your kids or yourself uh-huh. or you had to go borrow money to pay an electric bill, or utility bill, or you had to stand in the food line or get on food stamps, don't ever tell me that you know what it's fucking like or how I feel or my my my. Soul, you don't, don't don't you ever do that? But they do it right. constantly, and it, it breaks my heart to think that these people have money and tell people that they're oppressed. Fuck you, fuck nah. you. 
yeah, mean, I, but then again, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I get dude. that. I know there's people that do that, and I, uh, they're assholes for that. But actually, there's people out here, for real, for real, that have all the money in the world, everything they can want, they can buy all the cars they want, buy all the houses they want, but still feel like you know there's they a some type of yeah, or oppressed or and a depression because of the fact of you know at the end of the day. Um, money can't buy happiness. You know what I mean? And I'm, 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 right. I'm, I'm talking about being open. I'm talking about being depressed. Right, right. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you completely. And I, money does not buy my happiness right now. Money keeps me content and comfortable. You know? Yeah. I mean, I can imagine. I, I, I I'm pretty sure everybody played the same game. Imagine winning, you know, millions of dollars. I, I cause I do have plans. You know, I want to get a house on the lake. I want to get a boat. You know, right. I, I want those things for myself, but I know if I'm, I'm not going to live the dream of I'm waiting for that to happen. I'm going to try to work for what I got to get. And I'm not saying work as and get a job. I'm trying to, you know, strive to make it that possible to where I can have those things. Now, I'm pretty right. sure in my future, I will never have a houseboat. I'll never have a backyard pool. I'll never have, you know, a fast car or whatever. But I have, we have vehicles that get us from our jobs to the stores, to pay utilities, to do right. whatever. Uh, we have electricity. We have water. Yeah, our electricity bills are out of the, out of the, you know skyrocketed right now because it's hard as a double net sex down here. But that that air, that's a luxury. That's all it is. Now we turn right. the air on. We pay a four hundred dollar electric bill because we want to make sure that we're comfortable. But I myself, I'm ready to shut the air off now because we're getting to that time frame. I'm ready to shut the air off and get back to letting air come in. Even if it's um, eighty degrees, I can deal with eighty degrees rather than you know ninety five, ninety nine. Right, right. But but like I said, it breaks my heart for anybody to have be part of the green people and tell us. That they understand. You have no fucking idea. No, uh, you'll never understand. I, I, right. So I want people out there to realize that we need to stop waiting for the politicians, the news media, and the influencers to tell us our next move on how to live. No, we need to live how we need to live. That, that's right. what it's going to come down to. And we got to help each other out doing the same thing. If there's people in this world right. that don't have access to something, See what you can do to help them get access. You know, I, I, right. I, that's, that's what that's what I I would like us to do. But other yeah. than that, we, we it is our time. We're gonna get out of here. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all, and I, I, I'm blessed that y'all are tuning in and you're turning your friends onto the show, your family members, whoever you turn it on to, your they tune in. Your goats, your um. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anybody, I appreciate y'all because that's what it is. I, I've always said this for a long time. We're gonna change the world one thought at a time. Right, but uh, on that note, we out of here. You say good night, brother. We we yeah, we done. All right, good night, all of y'all. Peace. <laughs>